Wellness Warriors! How are you doing? This is Dr. Katrina Nieskern, physical therapist and coach, and I'm coming to you live on this beautiful day here to inspire, uplift, and motivate you, sharing some information, insight on our four pillars of wellness, which is mind, body, soul, and spirit. I'm here to help you to inspire you, to educate you, to uplift you, and to grow right alongside you. I hope you get the most from this podcast, and if you do, please share, like, comment, leave a review, and uh, give it to someone else. Hopefully that maybe we can make a difference in their lives as well. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Wellness Warriors. I am here with Doc Jen Fit or Jen Esquire, who is an amazing physical therapist and on a wellness journey of herself and empowering others to be well in their own bodies. So, hello, Jen. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm amazing. So, I wanted to first start and have you tell me a little bit of your own wellness journey and what that kind of looked like and what brought you into the wellness industry. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think movement has just always been a part of my life. So that's that was kind of a requirement almost when I was growing up is that we had to be in a sport or doing something. And uh, as I continued to like go through high school, I really loved anatomy and biology and then Once I got to college, it was like, well, I had to pick something. And the only thing I liked was movement and the body because I grew up doing gymnastics for nine years. And then I started coaching or coaching Pilates and coaching gymnastics and doing these other things that were all body related. So I chose kinesiology because it's the study of human movement. (laughs) And I thought, well, that should be interesting for me. And then when I was um, an aide as a physical therapist, I really got to see that, you know, this looks like it, this is what I'd want to be doing. I would be working with a client and kind of seeing them along their journey. I loved watching a physical therapist watch movement or feel movement in their hands. I'm always thinking, what are they feeling and what are they seeing, you know? And so it just intrigued me to want to learn about that aspect even more rather than coaching gymnastics and, and coaching Pilates. I loved those things, but I felt like, yes, but I want to know more. And so that really led me into becoming a physical therapist. And from there, online education started to flourish for me on social media, which I had no idea was going to happen. But it just kind of (laughs) is something that happened through the fitness world and starting to educate and having more and more people want to learn from me, which was just scary at first, but it was a really fun thing. And it's continued to lead into where I am now, which is just absolutely incredible that's awesome so how many years have you been a physical therapist let's see I graduated in 2015 so almost five years now wow um and then as you have seen patients and are kind of on giving them their wellness journey what does that look like in their recommendations when you're treating a person as a whole as I see you do online as well as I've watched you from afar and I was like I need to interview her (laughs) um (laughs) 
So um, how can you speak to kind of the mind, body, spirit, soul? How, how does that translate in your own wellness? And how does that translate into when you are working with others, finding their wellness? Yeah. So what I realized in a clinic setting particularly is that I didn't get the time with clients that I really wanted in order to allow them to talk to me, (laughs) you know? And I think, I mean, even I can remember going through school and you're even taught to like guide them back to the pain, guide them back into the issue, like don't let them go into story. And I'm like, no, but I need to know the story. I need to know what they, what they've made out about pain within their body. I need to know what stressors are triggered by this pain. I need to know, you know, there's so much more to pain and it is not just physical. Mm -hmm. And I think we know that by now, obviously we know it's not just mental, but it's also not just physical. So how do we blend the two is by really getting to know the person as a whole and we have to talk into their entire journey. And so, you know, it was just so important for me to be like, okay, I need more. I cannot just be in a clinic. And even my clinic wasn't that bad. It was like two patients an hour and one patient for an eval for an hour. So not pretty, bad in yeah, a clinical setting. Right. Exactly. But there was still... But like, not ideal. But yeah, yeah. But like I need more and I need yeah. not all these people around and I need them not to be going no to AIDS. But I want to see them along their yes. journey. And so for me, it's... It's honestly allowing the space, I think, is the greatest lesson that I've learned as a physical therapist when it comes to healing. I need to hear your journey. I need you to feel that I'm hearing you, that I'm seeing you, that I'm open to, you know, whatever your journey may have been that led you here. I need you to know that I have compassion for you and where you're at so that you can learn compassion for your body for where you're at. Yeah, because that's that's like the number one thing with pain. It's like I don't have time for pain. Why is this here? Da, da, da. And it's just this constant push back away from your own self, your own journey, your own body. And so that's where I, you know, began to think, okay, what else can I do, and how can I mm. change this? And so that's really where I just started to want to open up space for people and want to hear their journeys and want to hear not only what they're doing physically and how they're moving and what positions put them in pain, but also what situations put them in pain. Is it work related? Is it the person you're around? Is it the foods that you're eating? Is And not that I'm, you know, guiding into food or anything, but I can start to open up and bring awareness to the types yeah. of events and foods that may increase this inflammatory state. Yes. You're so intuitive. Like, we, you were so, that's why whenever I seen your post, I was like, we are the same. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. I think, like, with gymnasts and dancers, too, it's like, because we are so in tune with our bodies, and most other people, especially in today's society, aren't aware. They just do what they're supposed to or what they're told to do, and no one's in touch with their bodies or their feelings or their sensations and what it truly means to feel or or to align with like what they need and what their soul needs in order to function optimally yeah so once you've opened that space for them like then where does that go in with the body and then speaking for yourself too like a little yeah I would say the number one place that I like to start is the breath 
And I think the breath is so incredibly powerful and can shift your initial state of, of coming into your body, right? So we can literally put the switch on more parasympathetic, more sympathetic, yeah. right? And so if we can even start to talk to like that state initially and say, okay, you're feeling all of this within your body, but if I can even get you to turn off the pain just through the breath, then I have an indication that it's not just positional. It is not just what you're doing and how you're moving in your body, but it's also the stress levels and what you're, you know, how you're treating your body that way. And so if I can just start to open up that door, then we can start to peek in and see, okay, do we need to do more stress management things and start to think of pain in a different way that, hey, look, I can get you to breathe in this different position that usually causes you pain and now you don't have pain. So it's not just the position. And if I can start to shift the way people think about those positions, then they don't become so fearful because I hate like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't bike anymore. Don't, no. you know, all these yeah. passions that people have and they want to do. So how can we bring you back into doing that with with less stress around it and less alarming in your system, you know? Yes, I do. Um, so that's usually like where I start is at the breath, monitoring what's happening, really seeing uh, how the diaphragm is moving, how the rib cage is moving, if the pelvic floor is helping or too tight or too loose, um, how your back is coping and moving in that way as well, because there should be some pliability within the whole system. Um, and how the stack is not from a perfect alignment place, but from your neck just on top of the rib cage and then on top of the pelvis. Because if these areas are stacked better, mm -hmm. then we can get a pressure system that moves from the breath in to the breath all the way down that helps to balance out the system and allow it to feel more efficient and effective. So if we can start there with the breath, mm -hmm. with the stack, mm -hmm. with the understanding, with the pliability within the ribs and the spine, then we can start to open up air, other areas and really then get into higher level movements, higher level skill, you know, and just start to address the body in that sense. Definitely. Now, did you take pelvic floor stuff or how do you assess that? Just So I don't do any internal. Oh, okay. I was like... <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just looking almost more uh, systematically. So if, okay. or globally, I should okay. say. So if I'm seeing tightness and knots everywhere within yeah. the body, then I know that you're probably a little bit tighter. I can't guarantee it. So I would refer out if I think it's a necessary thing to dive into deeper. Okay. I definitely have my pelvic floor therapist in the area that I refer to and I love because uh, it's not going to be my thing. <laughs> <laughs> But if I can start to just get you to play with the breath better, then we can yes. create that natural drop, so, that natural, yeah. um, how my girlfriend says it, like a trampoline, like yes. that natural give and, and receive, you know, everyone thinks it's just the cable and I'm like, it no. might not be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just, so much more. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So just getting people to think of the entire body. How do my feet play a role up the chain? Yeah. How does 
my my breath and my rib cage play a role down the chain how how can all of this start to work together you know and if we can start to open up the picture that way i think we'd we'd have a lot more access into the body in general awesome now for community aspects because obviously i feel like our community and society especially right now is in a lot of isolation um and fellowship and is a big producer of oxytocin and serotonin which are natural pain relievers so how do you speak to that with your patients and also with yourself and recommendations for community or to not feel alone especially in our techie um swipe left swipe right (laughs) day and age yeah I'm making sure that people are really just tuning in to be more mindful of their environment. So especially with clients, like if you're feeling like you're in a negative environment within work, like who are the people that you can turn to that make it a more positive experience? How can you not get triggered, but learn how to adjust again, tune into that parasympathetic sympathetic state within you to kind of change the way that you are responding in those situations because we're going to have stress we're going to have people that say things we don't like we're going to have kids screaming sometimes so how can i learn to tune into those increase my awareness and just shift the way that i am responding in those moments um so getting people to tune into that i think is a huge help and then just like who are the people who that that you can really speak to like speak to in a place where you don't aren't afraid to be judged where you're feeling safe where you're feeling seen like seen for who you are not who they want you to be not like oh the partier or i need to be this person for that but but seen for who you truly are and making sure that you're cultivating those types of relationships and keeping them in your life and i think that's especially for the people who are closest to you make sure that they're there to see you and not just feeling like you need to put on this certain face or pretend you're someone that you're that you're really not because it's it's going to break you down eventually and i know it did for me when i was trying to surround myself around people who looked at external things different than i did and i'm just like this isn't we're not seeing eye to eye and it eventually caused just so much stress within me, especially when I was dating someone who was so out of alignment with the the values and the morals and the things that I truly like valued for me. I never felt seen. So I got shingles. I was dealing with so much stress, you know, there's just like my body was trying to scream at me and talk to me to, and, and it's not, I don't like to say like, it's a good or bad or right or wrong situation or about the person it doesn't make them bad or them wrong it just makes the situation like hey maybe this isn't in alignment for me and that's okay I can walk away I can I don't have to be with this person you know and learning that lesson for me was so valuable because it creates space within the body it creates breath (laughs) and it creates just like a freedom within your own soul to just be at peace and truly be happy. Mm, I love that. And then that kind of speaks a little bit into the soul aspect too. So when I relate, so we talked about mind, body, spirit, the community spirit, and then soul is like the power greater in yourself or 
higher power and how do you speak to that for yourself or maybe even um, with your patients the people that you see yeah I only talk with patients about this in a select few I would say those who are ready or open to receiving that kind of um, openness to other things for me personally um, feeling connected means that I'm creating space to at least breathe Mm. And within those breath sessions that I'm truly connected and present to just being in the moment, whether it's just for myself or with my partner, that there's a space of like sometimes when I will say, okay, what are we sending gratitudes out about? Or what are we sending prayers toward? You know, mm-hmm. and so it's a place to truly get grounded, spiritual, connected. Um in those ways, which we can do more of for sure. (laughs) I know I can. Um, (laughs) In creating that space in my day and that that space in my mind, um, because it does, it brings me back to this grounded, connected place within my body so that I can respond better to those around me. You know, when I can just remind myself almost of those gratitudes and the people around me and be connected so within that I'm in alignment within myself and connected to what I believe is, you know, God. Yeah. And feeling connected to that. So that might mean I need to go move my body. I need to go journal and write. Sometimes I'll leave a journal next to my bed. If I'm having a lot of dreams about things, I'll I'll have a journal next to my bed so I can get up and write. If I'm having trouble sleeping, if I'm having any of that happening, it's easy to have that there and be able to get the thoughts out so that I can rest. Or like, what is this dream coming from? Why does this keep coming up? And then I can kind of journal about it and rest. So... Those are some of the practices. Journaling is such a huge one. I used to not do it a lot, but now it's been something that if I need to go back or I need to unload, like it's something I do. Breath work is 100% something I can get back to because you don't need anything and it can take anywhere from two minutes to 10 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I could do with my partner, which just feels very connecting and grounding in a whole new spiritual way. That's so awesome. Some of the posts that I see where you guys are totally connecting, like I definitely hope to have a connection like that someday. It's very authentic, very true, and seems very grounded in what relationships should be grounded in. And it's so beautiful. I'm so happy for you that you found that and and get to experience that. Um, (laughs) Thank you. I did want to ask you, as a busy professional woman, to... How do you incorporate self-care, body care, love into your busy days? Like how, is it a pretty regular thing? Is it pretty inconsistent or, or like um, variable day to day because the schedule yeah. is changing day to day? Like how do you, how do you find time? And then what, what does that look like for you in a, in a week? Like what does that self-care, body, love, care look like for you? Um, I would say it varies too often. (laughs) I need to program it in. Movement can be programmed in almost daily because it's easy for me and something I need (laughs) or else I'll go crazy. Um, So that is usually pretty pretty simple, pretty on point. Um, I usually have workout buddies too. Obviously right now I don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I usually have workout buddies that will either come to my gym or I'll go to theirs. And I have a trainer once a week so that I can lift heavy. So nice. I have like these different practices for movement that definitely keep me sane and, and take care of my self-care that way. Otherwise, um, I have some weeks are better than others where like I have scheduled breath work with my partner where it's like we're doing it five minutes every morning and this is happening. And then sometimes it's just it's it's more sporadic and it's like I'm needing breath work right now. Can we do some grounded time together? Um, so that's something that like I get to work on more as a busy person because you can use busy and throw that out all the time. But it's really me just not being mindful about programming in my own meditation, my own breath work, and coming back to a practice that I value so much mm-hmm. um, that I get to do more. Because movement, that's easy. I do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Awesome. Okay. So for what is one book that you would recommend um for everybody to read um there's a book that i read a long time ago and it's called radical acceptance um mm-hmm. i can't remember who it's by but i absolutely love it it uh, it does have meditations throughout different chapters as well but it's about radically accepting every single bit and part of you. Mm. So even the jealousy, even the anger, like how do we accept all of those parts and start to continue to dig deeper so that we grow within ourselves Um, and coming into those mindful practices and those meditations and stuff like that. So um, that was one that I really, I so recommend for people. I love that. And then if there was one wellness tip that you would give people, everybody, what would that be? Just one tip. I would say find time to breathe. Focus on a longer exhale and a shorter inhale through your nose if you can. And see what that does to your body just at least two minutes every day. See how you start to feel with that. That's awesome. Oh, okay. And then where can people find you? How can they get more of you? Um, definitely a lot on Instagram at DocDenFit. Um, I've been posting to YouTube as well. So a little bit of longer videos to dive in with me a little bit more about the body on DocDenFit. Facebook is DocDenFit. All the places, DocDenFit. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I'll put a link for all those in the show notes as well. I want to thank you, Jen, for taking the time today to talk with me, and I will hopefully get more of you soon. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Wellness Warriors, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And again, if you got anything from it, please leave a review. Good, bad, ugly, positive, whatever it may be. I want to grow and become a better person for you um, to better help you and grow along this journey of wellness. And again, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Wellness Warriors Unite and we do it anyway. Love you.